0: Coca-Cola. yeah <laughs> You can ask me on the air if you want. Doesn't matter. Yeah. We're live.
1: Alright, dope. How you doing, so, man? Good man. Great. How about yourself?
0: Good. I'm great, man. Good way to get the morning started, you know, like a little little bit of uh chatter exactly. to get it going. Yeah. Weather's yeah.
1: nice too, you know.
0: It is beautiful. It's gonna be a sunny day. I'm actually seeing Bill Bird, do you know the comedian?
1: Uh, no, I can't say I do. Maybe I recognize by face, but not by names.
0: He's a, he's a pretty funny guy. Um, yeah, he, he does like a lot of those, uh, like, <laughs> like skits. About, yeah. He, he, a lot of his stuff is like about women and stuff like, <laughs> okay, it's, it's, I see. I see. He, he's one of those guys. <laughs> Whoa, what's, <laughs> his guy. what's his Bill name? What's was... his name? You probably have seen him. He's like, he's all over Netflix and stuff.
1: Let me see oh yeah 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 yeah. i recognize by the face yes
0: he's got I a squeaky that. voice he sounds like what the fuck what are you doing yeah. like it's kind of like <laughs> holy <that>. fuck <laughs>
1: no now i know exactly what you're talking about yeah yeah dude are team. you like a impressionist that what's how are you so yeah, good at that
0: to, <laughs> i i mean i i like to you know how people have like a knack to to like sing someone like someone like i'm more like that if i hear like someone talk i pick up on things you know like little.
1: Damn, that's that's that cool. That's cool.
0: Yeah, like yesterday so, I was getting a haircut, and then the this guy, like, who the guy who's cutting my hair, was like, every time he'd like do like, chick, 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 he'd be like, <sighs> chick, 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 chick. I'm like, why is he like breathing out every time he does that? You know, it's like so weird. <laughs> <laughs> who's like who's someone? Um,
1: who's someone famous? You know how to do it? Do the impression of them?
0: Uh, probably Trump. Trump is like probably Come? the most famous.
1: You know, I, I, I gotta... don't do
0: it too often, but when I do, it's it's. I just do it sometimes. And you look at what's yeah. going on with Marty Tong. Marty Tong is such a great guy. I like him. He likes me. That's why he's on my podcast. And <laughs> how stupid is he to to do this podcast? I mean, it's, it's so sad. That's basically. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> and yeah. If you ever need a a guy in the movie to do those type of things, then I'm I you know you know where to find me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I lost you there for a sec. Yeah. So, uh, all right, man. Uh, can so, hear what me? are you? Hello. I hear you. I hear you. Do you hear me? Do you hear me well? One sec.
1: I'm a little delayed, but I can hear you.
0: Now, now it seems like it's working pretty good.
1: Although my internet is pretty crappy here. Let me, let me, give me a second. Let me move it.
0: No worries. So, uh, just for, for the viewers listening right now, um, me and Marty are, we're, we're both in the same class. At Ryerson, and uh, you know, we we had some really shitty class that we had to do. I don't. It was called like, I don't know what it was. It was like we had to make like a database thing, and I don't know. No one was really into it, but Marty just took off like mid semester to go film a movie in Hawaii. Isn't isn't that right? I don't know. If yes, to-
1: yes. Hello, hello. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. I'm like this man is doing big things right now. <laughs>
1: honestly yeah. um that was uh that the filming of that movie could be a movie in itself i think it'd be more interesting
0: really so, yeah, yeah what... okay why don't you tell me about that and like tell me actually tell the viewers who you are and like what you're all about and then we'll kind of segue into that because I, i'm i want to ask you a lot of questions about that
1: okay okay so um i'm martin and um I study at Ryerson for fashion communication, kind of like part-time because I've been on and off since COVID, right? I just find it bizarre that they charge you the same price for, like, online courses. Mm -hmm. Um, And then during that time, like, I think 2020 to, like, 2022, I've been taking on jobs, like, that allow me to travel, um, like, film-related, nothing fashion-related. So, um, yeah, one of those jobs being the Hawaii one is, uh, my good friend that I grew up with here from, met from high school and he's like, he direct music videos and I've been learning a lot from him since like early 2019. And then he was like, Hey, you want to be part of this movie? I am going to be DPing for, um, director of photography. And I was like, fuck, yeah, like, I mean, but don't give me, like, a big position, like, I don't want to ruin the movie, (laughs) you know, I just want to learn. I don't really care about pay like that either, I just want to see what is, uh, you know, the filmmaking process for a feature film. And then, next thing I know, they, like, booked my flight two days before I leave, and then I went to Hawaii for that,
0: That's crazy. So um like so you, you you basically you don't like you're not 100 percent in school you're doing like these jobs like you mentioned your friend that you've known from high school like so you've known this guy for a while and um you you have some history together like who is this guy and like what do you get like
1: what's yeah so his name is saba and how we met is that in high school i was making a clothing brand you know we all run through that face at least the our people do and then I needed someone to do like a little promotional video. And I didn't know anything about clothing design or any of that. I only knew I could draw. That's it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then he was like, yeah, I'll shoot it. No problem. He came to my basement and then I round up some friends, you know, and then we just set up a backdrop, did a little promotional video. He edited it. It looked dope. And then afterwards, we just, you know, became more tight when we realized we'd go to school in Toronto together. I mean, I go to um, Ryerson, but he went to UFT. But, you know, we're in downtown. We didn't know much people. So, we're like, all right, after school, let's go kick it. Let's do some shit. And, um, yeah, like, we became tight. And then one day he to- told me, yo, let's go to this art museum. And then I was like, what? Okay, sure. We showed up. It was not an art museum. It was like a, it was like a studio, and then with a lot of like people that are connected in the art industry there, it's like, like
0: showcased or like a exhibition. Yeah,
1: it's like an exhibition studio slash like there's a bar there. I don't know. It was odd. It's hard to describe. It's
0: like it. a networking thing, kind of thing. Exactly.
1: Okay. I think so. And then we, we, we met with these two guys from I don't know who they were from, but they had the XO chain. So I was like, Oh. But he ended up being um the weekend's photographer. And
0: oh XL is like a, like that s- day s- like the indicator or something? It's like, like the a-
1: weekend's label. Like XO oh. is the record label for like the weekend nap and all that, I think. And then after that after, you know, that interesting event, I was like, okay, what do we do next? You know, like, are we going back to school, do some work or something? He's like, and then he just popped out a question. You want to go to New York in two weeks? I was like, I never traveled then. It was like, I was like 18, 19, you know, just finished high school. And I was like, sure, man, let's do it. And he was like, yeah, I have a couple of clients. We could shoot some videos and then it will just be a quick, like two day thing. I was like, okay, I'm down. Fast forward, we did that. It was a lot of fun. And, like, I, I started, like, develop, like developing, like, a taste for travel. And I'm like, fuck, I want to do this more, like, just spontaneously leave the country and just, you know, do gigs that are creative. And, and then I think three months later, we went to Miami. And then eight months later, I took him to Asia visit my home and then um went to Japan, went to Thailand, went to Hong Kong, and then we filmed a lot of different stuff there. Flew a drone and then we realized damn, yeah, we wanna be traveling all the time. Mm. And then after that I just, you know, yeah, start finding gigs here in Toronto, work, and then when I have enough, I just book a one way ticket out dip.
0: That's awesome. So when you find like these um places to go like you're mainly going there to find opportunities or there's already an opportunity waiting for you there
1: um well it's different every time so i i think i enjoy going without knowing what i'm gonna do there so Mm. for example when i went to greece last year i had no idea where greece is on the map i just booked a one-way flight because it was cheap and then i end up meeting a lot of people staying i also went to jordan after i just wow, meet some people jordan. stay at people's houses get some beautiful images and then just yeah so so on and so forth and then as i meet more people like i end up to ended up traveling to other countries to see these people i just met but i think that's the beauty of it you know
0: mm-hmm. just
1: do it yeah
0: just so you're, like, really into just, like, these new experiences and, like, traveling to places that you've never been and, like, finding out sure. about the, the people and stuff. So what, like, let's say tomorrow you're going to book a, a ticket to, I don't know, uh, let's say France or something. What is, like, your mindset when you're going into that?
1: Okay. The, the funny thing is I already booked a one-way ticket. <laughs> I booked one for for October to Budapest, uh, Hungary.
0: Okay, close enough. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, close enough. <laughs> so let's exactly. talk about that. So let's talk about that.
1: Yeah. So I don't know. My thought process is like, I was I was in Canada a little too like for the past like six months, um, and then I was like, you know what? I I need a break. I don't know why I'm so spoiled with that mindset. I'm like, okay, I need a break. So I just, you know, book a month off. Like right now, I've been helping my friends logistic the company, so I can't technically just, you know, leave. But I told okay. him I, I need to take a break. Um, he understands. And it's remote, so I could technically work in that time zone. But mm-hmm. it just uh, might be a pain. But I said, fuck it anyway. I want to experience a new culture, a place people don't speak English and have interesting food you know different stuff lovely people and i when i was in greece i actually met i did a photo shoot for this girl that's from budapest which is why i'm going there not well not to see her but like i at least i know what budapest would be like kind of Mm -hmm. and it's Mm -hmm. an unknown place i never hear about it prior to meeting this person so i was like yeah why not budapest and it's not too expensive.
0: So you're going down there. And, like, you mentioned you're working for your friends' logistic company. So to, like, kind of get these trips going, do you have to, like, bounce from gig to gig? Or, like, how does that, like, look like from just, like, uh, the funding of all these trips?
1: Yeah, for sure. Like, I will work. And then when I work for, like, a couple of months when I have enough, I would just book a one way ticket, and I don't like spurge on myself when I travel, like you know mm-hmm. sometimes I stay at hostels and then sometimes I would somehow get gigs. It's like random connections and um yeah, but now that with a remote job, you know, I could still get consistent funding as I am abroad, and the cost of living there is not Toronto, you know, like. Oh, Toronto, yeah. here you're paying rent like 1500 for like a one, be- one bedroom. Mm-hmm. You know, and there a tiny you're. Shit box. Exactly. You're not breathing in that shit. And that's like excluding the food and other stuff you're paying for. That's gonna mm-hmm. take your whole paycheck. But if I'm making like a Canadian salary and I'm going to somewhere like Eastern Europe that is relatively cheap, like that just cut my cost by that much.
0: And how much are you like looking for work when you're out there? Like, are you reaching out to businesses or are you like, like, or are you mainly meeting people, networking people, like through the hostels and like saying like, Oh, by the way, I got this gig and try to get, some, um, like, how much are you like, let's get some work done. Like how, what, like what's your mindset when you're there?
1: So when I'm there, I'm mainly, I value the connections. So mm-hmm. the, the, the way I look at things is like, Uh, Sometimes I would do things for free if I value that connections and that, you know, that person's uh, networking. Um, But oftentimes, like when those people are high valued, uh, they would actually, you know, pay me, you know, respectfully. And when I'm traveling, I'm not really looking too much into like making money because that's what I spent the previous months doing. When I go there, I want to establish like a good relationship with some of the people there. So mm-hmm. once I do go back, ever in life, then I would at least you know have an understanding, have like a you know anchor there to connect with. And I would say, yeah, like the, the one of the reason why I travel a lot is I think I just don't think Canada will be it for me to stay long term. Mm-hmm and I do want to know two years. last 2 years and yeah definitely the last 2 years like really revealed the whole you know truth about Canada and staying here I don't get me wrong there's a lot of great things about it like I don't want to be a, one of those Canada haters but I just think it's not going to be for me to stay in one place for a long time so mm-hmm. while I'm young and I can afford it I'm going to travel and see which place suit me the most. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So you're kind of getting a taste like on your palate like just of like these different countries uh, like where am I going to most likely resonate with like where do I have the like best connections with like and you're planting these different seeds for you to kind of have a better idea for the next couple of years where you want to like settle down eventually.
1: Exactly. No, no, that's exactly true. And the the thing with is that once you learn about a different culture you learn more than just, you know, where to go to get food or stuff like that. You're learning a new set of values and that really enrich you as a person. And secondly, let's say you're looking into business, right? Like Expand your business. All successful business are just fulfilling an information gap. Like, let's say maybe they move a business model from China to the US or vice versa. They just know something. The other countries don't. So they bring it over. So the more you learn about different systems, the better you are as a businessman or like any person or a writer, you'll learn more about different creative stuff to write because you'll see more. You learn more about how people think, you understand more. So I think that's the beauty of traveling that that a lot of people starting to recognize now.
0: So You mentioned you went to the United States, you went to New York, you went to Miami. Uh, I don't know if you've been to LA. Um,
1: Not yet. I should be. (laughs) uh, A lot of (laughs) opportunities there for sure. But I don't know. Something about that glamour lifestyle just doesn't really suit me. I'm not really for the Lamborghini, the you know, the social scene seems a little fake to me. Maybe it's not all true, but that's just how they yeah. portrayed. And from what my friend told me, it is quite true. So I don't know. Maybe I I'll mean, like uh, it. Maybe I'll not. But...
0: Yeah. I mean, I was there um, like a couple months ago. And I mean, there is a lot of that. It's It, it feels like a dream land. Like it's just, yeah. most, it's very beautiful. But then you see kind of like there's like a hidden darkness to it you know like there's mm-hmm. kind of like i don't know it's it, you look into the palm trees and you're like these these palm trees have seen some shit you know like <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's something about it it's like there's like i oh, know but yeah but okay so you like so going from my cuz i i like miami and i'm i'm been thinking a lot about miami like maybe after i graduate like the next couple years cuz it seems like you know they're very like um there's a lot going on it's a very innovative city And it's also kind of like a hot spot right now, I think, that a lot of creators are kind of going to. Would you say you think that the United States is that for you, or you think it's more like you're more going towards Europe right now? And also Um, Hawaii, you said.
1: Oh, Hawaii? Hawaii is like a whole different thing. I wouldn't even count it with the states, with, um, with the culture they have. They really... They're pretty racist. I'm gonna be honest, not towards Asians, but towards white people. Yeah, Hawaiians. Hawaiians do not like white people. Yes, I
0: did not get that. I did not get that.
1: Yeah, that is a. There's a huge thing, especially in the film. We work with a lot of local Hawaiians. Yeah, and really, yeah, you really feel it too. Like at first, I. I, Where (laughs) were you,
0: Honolulu or uh, Honolulu,
1: Oahu, Oahu? Yeah. Really um like not all of them of course because Honolulu seem more like tourists and stuff so they're used to it yeah. but um every like i would say 60% of our team is local Hawaiian yeah and they they all say the same thing like not not that they hate it but they know the lake locals are pretty uptight about it sometimes
0: really you would think it's like heaven there and like everyone's just so happy with their life because of like where they are you know like
1: well yeah but if you look at the the history of it like i read a little bit of it of it like how it even became part of like america i was like you would you would assume they would hate japan more as they got like you know Pearl harbor but then they absolutely despise like A lot of them despise Americans there.
0: I thought it was the opposite when I was there. I thought it was, like, these Hawaii... Like, they they seem like they're fine with this, like, America and, like, you know, way... I don't know, way of life, I guess you could say.
1: Maybe you're right to that The Japanese
0: were, like, pretty abusive to them, I think, like, a long time ago.
1: Um, So, I think what they don't like is that America, like, took their, you know like they always do, they take their land when they realize the sugar cane industry is very profitable. Mm. And then they just inject the political figures to run the place and milking all the sugar farm land. But because back then, Hawaii have didn't... have that
0: in Hawaii? Sugar? I thought that's like a Cuba thing or like a... Cuba
1: oh, Cuba. no. It, it was how it started in Hawaii. And then, you know, the, the pineapple cans, like, doll, I think?
0: Pineapple
1: cans? Is it doll? Like D-O-L-E?
0: Oh, okay. Oh. Like the juice.
1: Yeah, the pineapple juice or... Yeah. Sure. So that is actually from Hawaii. Like mm-hmm. the the main person... I don't know his name. I'm just spilling shit right now. But yeah, essentially, they like industrialized the whole island and kind of ruined a lot of their traditional way of life.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: that's why the older generations they're more like racist. Okay, in a sense, but the younger or like generation
0: racist. are kind of like integrated a
1: little bit. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's that's yeah. what I would say it is. Younger yeah. certain generations around the world they don't really care about or uphold the traditional values from their, you know. Cuz I remember
0: going cuz I went with family and I remember like when I was there I w- I just like I didn't feel like I left North America. I felt like this it was like I was just in a like in a beautiful version of North America, because like it's it felt the same almost, you know, like just like the way of like doing things, you know.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, maybe I I was there for work, so maybe my experience a little different. Yeah. If so it was me, then it was on that. leisure.
0: Yeah, yeah. Tell me about like the work and like so it's the same guy you you know from high school. You did the music video. You did the exhibition with. He. Calls you up and he says, You want to go to Hawaii to be my DP?
1: No, no, no. He is the DP and he asked me if I want to um, be like take on a role and ended okay. up being the art director, prop master, and set designer. Wow. And Man that's no, but yeah, but that's that's a problem when it's a big project like this. No one person should take on three important roles because. Okay. It will run into a lot of issues because you you can't do this experience. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I knew it from the get go, but I wasn't (laughs) in a position to say. And I just wanted to go see how this movie to be made, and you know. But anyway, I I think the Hawaii topic is. uh, It was a crazy experience, not in the most joyful way. Oh, yeah. There are a lot of uh, (laughs) insane experiences. Like, people think, oh, Hawaii, you're filming a movie. How crazy is that? Oh, it's crazy, I'll tell you, but it's not like paradise. Mm. It definitely made me look at Hawaii by the end of it like, I can't wait to leave. Really? To a point that I had to book my own plane ticket out to force that I'm done with this project. Like, Mm. you guys continue.
0: So what was like so hectic and problematic about it? Was it just the experience of filming it or was it the racism? What was it?
1: Oh, oh, it was definitely not racism on any of that. It, it, those, are, those are just my observation. Like yes. not, maybe not accurate, maybe not. But uh, what made it like so insane is the lack of planning and experience in the crew, mm-hmm. I would say. So like the filming aspect of it was really difficult the weather was really difficult Mm -hmm. we experienced one of the worst floods in 10 years in oahu during shooting days and that day our truck with all the equipment actually uh the battery died because the driver left the hazard light on while we're filming and then i have to drive through the flood to hand over like the jumpstart cable for them to rescue the truck jeez there are a lot of stuff, a lot of injuries. I thankfully didn't get much injuries compared to the team. Like, oh yeah, well, someone some got half half their finger. Oh, off. Um, I I crashed a car too. <laughs> it oh was too God. early in the morning. I had like four hours of <laughs> sleep. It was five a.m. at the coast, and then yeah. I was just like really pissed off for I don't know what was the reason. Like, a, and anyway, as I was backing up, I was like, I just want to go. And then as I'm backing up, I didn't see anything because it was pitch dark. And then, boom, I hit, like, one of the crew members' car. I was like,
0: oh, shit.
1: Sheesh, bro. I was like, fuck. fuck. Oh, my yeah. God. And uh, and the producer, like, yeah, we got it. We got it. But they never covered it. So
0: You had to cover
1: it? it? I, the guy asked me for it, and I was like, yeah, like, let me know the amount. And then he is a local Hawaiian. He actually told me, you know what? Don't worry about it. It's fine. Okay. And then, like, he was a nice guy. But, that's uh, nice. yeah, the, that's just, like, you know, the surface of all the shit that went down. There's that's a true. lot of crazy shit. So right after that, I had to, legit after Hawaii, I booked a flight to Germany the day after I go back to Toronto. So wow. Hawaii, Toronto, I stayed for one day to pack my winter clothes, and then I fucked off to Germany because I needed time off from Thinking about anything about work
0: (laughs) oh my god that's crazy so like Hawaii like that whole movie it's a horror movie right like I remember you said like I'm
1: supposed to be yeah
0: (laughs) because I remember like we were doing this bullshit class like I said like I hated it I don't know if was this the data class that we were doing the one where you have to like do all the data or
1: I think so I actually don't remember what class I took
0: I don't know. It was just one. I think it might have been another one. I don't know. Uh, But anyways, um, yeah, like we were doing teamwork, and I I remember I would just like make you laugh and shit because I would talk about like China and shit. Like
1: oh, social credit. Yeah,
0: (laughs) because you told me you're you're Taiwanese or Chinese.
1: I'm from Hong Kong. Hong Kong, so Chinese. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Chinese. Okay. So I was like, yeah, and then I, once I figured out like you're all about like the memes and like you know you you know what's going what's up with China and stuff like I, I was like slamming all the jokes, but yeah. um yeah I, I don't know we vibed and like everyone else in the group was kind of like quiet and shit like we just fuck yeah. around, um but then you're like yeah like I'm in Germany right now I'm like what the fuck are you doing in Germany like it's, <laughs> it's like it's tw- like three in the morning for me or something I'm like damn so you're. And then you, like, leave midway through the, like, semester. And, I mean, like, I was like, listen, that guy is living a good life right now. You know, he doesn't have to deal with this bullshit-ass, like, work that we
1: are doing. (laughs) No, I I wouldn't say good or bad. It was just a different life. It was hectic, though. Like, every day is like, oh, you don't know what's happening. There's no consistency to it. But I, I just enjoy that, that I have to adapt. But, I see. Yeah. yeah,
0: you you like um, you like the unpredictability.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's like makes it fun. You know, like and the improv. like. Yeah, like I, I think, that's what makes it, fun. Like if you if you're gonna go through life with, you know everything planned out, then
0: mm-hmm.
1: listen, life is so short. Where we're we're on the grand scheme of things, we're a little fucking dot, and. To be honest, it doesn't matter what we do, it doesn't really matter at the end, right? So why don't we make it a little more... That's just me. I've, it doesn't work for everyone, and I don't want everyone to, you know, think this way. But I just think that um, if it's so short, why not just say fuck it and do it and handle the consequences after you have no, no one else to blame? And also, don't take everyone's word so seriously, especially, like, if... Like, Political figures or like people that just say online, like a lot of people take their opinions so seriously. Like I'm like, dude, it's not that serious. Mm, yeah,
0: um, like people, people are like they have like this face that they're like, oh, like you know they're they're very um, what's it called? Is that your mom? <laughs> so yeah, they're...
1: that's my mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they yeah. they
0: like they seem so divided online, but like when you talk to a person in real life, it's just like. They're a regular person you know they're like normal they're not like uh like what you said like this these people that with political poli- like they take things too seriously i guess you can say
1: yeah. yeah and like you know like everything you see online they can be forged like especially like footage or like voice stuff like that with technology right right now all that could be propaganda. So, for you to take someone's opinion that seriously and become their messenger and pass it on, I think is so stupid. Like, how do you know I'm he's like, right? <laughs> uh, not necessarily, but yeah, he's a good example. For anyone that really cared that much about what he says, like either hate or love him, I think it's pretty stupid. I think I, I find what he says entertaining, but yeah. like, Every like any reasonable human being can make their own you know opinion from what he says, but mm-hmm. also I find then he just get banned
0: yeah he, he just got, got banned censored he got banned uh, off Instagram and stuff yeah
1: that's nuts to me, like that just I think that's a great way for him to prove his point mm. but anyway i don't I don't really on you a touch into yeah yeah <laughs>
0: so yeah so you're like disconnected from all that kind of you're kind of like living your own reality like fuck it like i'm going to go to germany i'm going to do this i'm going to do that and like you're you're mainly trying to focus on the things that you can kind of change within your own uh life i guess you could say that's what your your whole shtick is you're kind of saying right now right i
1: i think yeah I, at least i try more to be like that if i can't control it why would i let it you know, dictate my emotions, right? I I'll, I should only care about the stuff that I can control,
0: you know? hundred percent. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Um, anyways, we got to get into the, the podcast. Uh, I got to read out the ads for this. If you you're listening to this podcast right now, this is uh, recorded on Screen Studio. Screen Studio is a great podcast platform for you to get on and start your own podcast today. Right now, I'm using it to, record this beautiful podcast with my friend here, Martin. How easy has it been to, to use this?
1: Oh, very easy. I just click the link and then everything is set up. Simple interface for you to read. I would say it's pretty easy.
0: Exactly. And there's tons of cool features. You can change how like uh, you look on the screen. You could, If there's a bunch of people, you could do a bunch of stuff like that. As you can see, I mean, if you're listening to it, I'm just changing uh, the A and B options. I'm making my um uh, screen look bigger you can change different backgrounds you can have cool stuff like that um you can also put your own intro music this is my intro music so that's my intro music there oh i don't know what happened to you uh, <laughs> hello But it's great. It's a great platform to use. Uh, so I definitely recommend Stream Studio. It's, it's a amazing platform. We got him back <laughs> here. I don't know what happened to you.
1: I think my Wi Fi just cut out. Hello, can you hear
0: me? Yeah, I Hello? see you. I, I hear you. I, okay, okay. I, I hear you. All right. That was a Wi Fi thing. That was not Stream Studio. That was, that was not Stream Studio. That was all, all Wi Fi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so. If you like Stream Studio, go ahead, use it today, and uh, go on stream.studio to get yourself a account. All you got to do is go on stream.studio. All right. I see you, but I don't have you on my screen. Okay, there you go. I think that should do uh, it. Wait. Just AB, add. What is going on here? no idea it's very weird let me just
1: uh
0: but um yeah so what we were you talking about you're talking about just the uh, life and traveling and stuff you, you said there
1: uh, one second. sorry no worries
0: so i'm just trying to Add him onto the screen here. Sorry for the technical difficulties. Um, But as I was saying, okay, this is the Cheyenne Show intro music. The Cheyenne Show. The Cheyenne Show. If you like the Cheyenne show, you should definitely check out the Osty pod. Osty is a um, podcast I do with my friend, Liam. We do it every Monday, Tuesday, uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays. And, um, we basically just go over the news and, you know, like we're both funny guys. And we like to, uh, we like to, uh, talk about the news and all that different stuff. And we riff off of each other. So if you want like your news in a uh, pretty easy manner, you don't want to like get it from the, you know, um. I don't know, CNN, Fox News, you don't want it to be too biased. You want it to be a little entertaining. Check out Austi Podcast. Uh, For now, it's called Watch This with Liam Favor, but we're just waiting for the name to be changed, and uh, you should go check it out. All right, you are back. I'm
1: back. Sorry. uh, Phone call from a coworker.
0: Oh, no worries. No worries. worries. You got to get to work when you you have work. No worries. Yeah. Um. Yes. So you were talking about just basically, um, you know, uh, your philosophy on life a little bit. So do you want to um, talk about like what your plans are for this coming year and like what you, you plan on doing?
1: Um, This coming year, like 2023 now. Oh, yeah. twenty <laughs>
0: like... we're, we're 2022. It's going to be 2023. <laughs> yeah. So
1: yeah are you I still the, working
0: with your friend there
1: um from time to time yeah and his name he, is
0: sav He sava 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 S-Sava, sava okay
1: yeah so what is from that, time Greek? to time no he's uh russian oh okay uh, belarusian belarusian
0: okay, okay okay yeah
1: i gotta gotta clarify nowadays <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah belarusian <laughs> he's the good kind he's the good kind. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
1: I don't know. I don't even know. My girlfriend's but,
0: Russian, so it's all good. She's, she's all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna get you canceled on my podcast, actually. <laughs> you can't. You can't uh, talk about that stuff. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this coming year, I think I'm just gonna work um, with this uh, my buddy's company and see how it scales because it's a startup, and <laughs> I really do believe in it. But uh, yeah, just see that and also do what i like to do on the sides photography um or videography on the side and then like i said when i get enough i want to see more places next Mm -hmm. year i want to hit south america africa and probably europe because i just find europe is like the comfort zone to be in Mm -hmm. if i'm like having too much you know crazy experiences and in like South America or something, I would want to chill in Europe. Just mm. have a cup of coffee, laptop at work.
0: That's awesome. So what do you work on? Like, do you, like what's your mission kind of, um, if you if you have one or, or you're still trying to find one?
1: Uh, I'm still finding one, but I would definitely want to build my own brand better, like uh, so I can get more higher paying clients and then get into more different events or industry that could, you know, maybe suit me better, like maybe mm-hmm. fashion events or just just to explore more, because to be honest, I don't quite know where I want to be at, and mm-hmm. I think it's fine. I just want to keep exploring while I can until it's too late. I don't, I, I'd rather do that than stick with one thing that I thought I like and then waste, like, I don't know, a couple of years of my early 20s and then realize, you know what, now I want to switch. I mean, it's never too late, but I just don't want to waste time that way.
0: Yeah, you're kind of doing the Gary V. whole philosophy of like, you're fucking young. Just go do whatever you want kind of thing, right?
1: I don't know. I don't know. That's <laughs> what he says. <laughs> <Who's> <laughs> well, Gary say- Vee? Oh, Gary V. is Gary like this
0: entrepreneur guy.
1: Oh, the <laughs> the,
0: yeah! The fucking guy he's that talks about about N-
1: NFT and shit.
0: Yeah, exactly. He's like, "How old are you? You're like 55." He's like, "You got your whole life, man. You got your whole life. You can do whatever you want." He's like, "Yeah, so yeah. That fucking time."
1: <laughs> In a yeah. sense, I guess so, but, <laughs> uh, but it's more like I feel like I don't have that much time actually. Like, so mm. that's why I want to see it all while I can. Not Mm -hmm. that I'm still young, I could, you know, I feel like I'm young, so I need to really go, you know, walk the earth and see it before I settle down when I'm like, you know, old or one day I get an injury or some shit, you know, you never know what hits you in life.
0: Yeah, 100%. It's Tomorrow you could be in in the hospital, you know.
1: Exactly. So it was like, well, a day at a time, I would say.
0: Mm-hmm. out of the places you traveled like where do you think resonates with you the most like specifically like a like a region
1: greece uh no not greece jordan jordan jordan, jordan was uh i would say my favorite so far um i love the people i love the arabic language girls are beautiful mine um and also food Scenery, especially when you go to like down south, like near Watiram, like it's like the big desert where they shot The Martian and a lot of other movies. Like Dune was shot there as well. And oh yeah! My wow. god, yeah, like the part that there's a lot of like, m- m- like it literally looks like Mars. That's how they advertise it. If you go there, um, I took like this long bus ride, maybe like six four four hours six hours i don't know it was long and then they take me on this separate like dune buggy type of vehicle and i'm just sitting in the back into like my staying area and it was in the middle of like the desert there's 360 view of just little rocky red mountains and just Hmm. sand and wild camels too it's just so surreal i love wild camels Wild, like they're not tame. They're just walking for the fuck of walking. Shit.
0: They're like, they're like out wild, like drinking and smoking cigarettes or something.
1: Exactly, <laughs> they're wild. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do you? So, like, Jordan, it was like the place to be for you, right? Oh,
1: I wouldn't say to live, as uh it is still very much like a pretty conservative. No, no, not not like that. See that that's like a common misconception on the Middle East. They're they're not at all third world, like compared to a lot of places. Like I would say, when I went to Greece, it felt a little more third world than Jordan. Yeah, because like Athens, at least the capital, the the streets are like beat down. You see heroin addicts like just shooting up on the street. It's great. It's It's beautiful. Ye, not in the islands, but in the capital.
0: Mm, uh, the islands, islands are, are where the money's at, eh?
1: Exactly. Where the billionaires go, like, just chill. So, The islands, mm. you're going to get a whole different vibe of Greece.
0: I didn't and, know that. Greece was, like, uh, I guess it's because people are poor there, right? And they had a whole yeah, economical disaster.
1: Their Their economy is, like, always at the brink of collapse. And they rely so much on tourism to keep it alive and now imagine what COVID did to them you know Mm
0: -hmm. tourism was like
1: the bread and butter and then they just took that so I remember when I went the policy for for COVID was like um, you might get randomly selected to get tested when you're there and then if you happen to be tested positive the Greece uh, the Greek government is going to pay for all your expenses there during the ten day stay because they just wow. want you to come that much because that's that's how <laughs> you know they're desperate for your tourism money.
0: Oh man, that's uh yeah. that's not a good sign.
1: <laughs> it's not good. It's good for tourists, but it's not good for the yeah, country at all. For your own
0: country. Yeah. That that's probably why there's heroin addicts and shit. Well, um that's crazy. So what about uh what about Miami? What do you think of Miami?
1: I loved it when I was there i I stayed at like flor Lauderdale, like not like Miami, Miami, not South Beach, but yeah. I loved it. I was only there for like maybe nine days a week to nine days, and I loved the mm-hmm. Spanish culture they got the the Latino culture and it's just I don't know like I think anywhere that has a lot of sun and beaches, people are more friendly mm. compared to like proudest cities well i mean that's just a given but you really see the difference
0: do you consider the same with hawaii
1: yeah they're they're quite happy they're actually very happy and they're very laid back there's a reason why we got hired from toronto but not locals they get Mm. paid more and they do less because they're so used to the laid back lifestyle they're like oh we'll just move another day so they're not as efficient but they're happier
0: so, okay
1: you know you see what i mean like they're they're i would say their quality of life is better they're i can't say for every hawaiian of course but i would say overall with that weather with that scenery it's hard to get that depressed you know you don't have that much yeah. social or economic pressure on you
0: mm-hmm. yeah man uh, i i totally agree so like you think you're like gonna like live in europe Probably in the future.
1: I'm not too sure. Like, it's, it's really just where opportunity takes me. Like, if mm-hmm. I get a good opportunity, I might live in Asia for a bit as I speak the language. Um, I might, you know, East Europe, Nordic. I don't know. Like, Europe is huge, right? And I'm still yeah. figuring out where in Europe I would like to go. And I haven't been to the East End yet like i'm actually thinking like do i want to visit ukraine on this trip maybe oh my god okay it might be fucking crazy but that's just yeah i was actually thinking about it last night i was like okay well, how much would it take for me to take just a car ride from poland to ukraine just for like i don't know three days
0: well shit we don't want to lose you buddy like don't don't go uh do go <laughs> to the war but sense. then
1: i but then i could come back with more stories <laughs>
0: It's true. Actually, you can, you can give a call to your, your Russian friend and he could, like, tell him to hold off, like, where you're going. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> <They won't bomb. laughs> maybe yeah. that's how it will work.
1: Or maybe yeah, I mean, it... you need more Ukrainian people and just, just you know,
0: protect me. I'm
1: just trying to tell your story.
0: Yeah, yeah we'll hide behind Zelensky's jacked body, you know, like, you'll just be, he, yeah, he can't where, get you. From just <laughs> put on
1: a T-shirt and just, <laughs> or, like, press. So they don't shoot me
0: yeah exactly yeah man that that should be a good plan
1: no but if the russian find out if i have a, like a milligram of weed i'm going to prison for nine years oh my god yeah
0: apparently dennis rodman is going to russia to negotiate uh the whole
1: dude like, which dictator is he not friends with
0: i know <laughs> <laughs> homie's just like high so high to the point where he's like bro like I, i'm on some evil shit right now like yeah. <laughs> hanging out with these dictators
1: um, it's so funny bro i hope he does it i hope <laughs> he actually do it he's too funny
0: well i mean that's like our only hope right now you know just goes to show you like what we're relying on <laughs> so, <laughs> to go help this girl you know
1: <laughs> exactly well i don't well, know when he's gonna out. like
0: what type of shit he's gonna spit but like hopefully you know it does it well i mean he's he's tight with kim jong-un right kim, yeah. or kim jong-un kim yeah.
1: i think yeah
0: yeah um so what do you think about what's going on in china by the way i know like it, it, like it's a little off topic but i know you're china you hong kong you're from hong kong but yeah like, what do you yeah, think yeah. of like the whole because i'm sure you know like there's people protesting because of um ev- like all these developers basically they built all these uh, high rises that um, the people can't actually live in, and they're paying mortgages and down payment, they're paying for it. So they're saying, "Fuck this! I don't want to pay anymore because why would I pay for something that I can't even live in? Like this is just straight robbery." And um, it's kind of like a big deal right now. What, what, what do you know about that? Like, do you have any connections to it? Or like, uh, so from what I
1: read, it was like a huge pyramid scheme. They get the money, and then they use the money to get more. Uh, development going and then use that to scam more money it's like a huge pyramid scheme and i know uh, china's economy a lot of it is in real estate as you know they have all the people that requires living right Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um i don't know much of it but i could only imagine the implications it will have on our economy Mm -hmm. like if a you know one of the biggest if not the biggest economy in the world collapse because their biggest sector has been basically fucked over by covid um i don't know i don't know how it will crumble down
0: but yeah the zero covid policy i'm sure that's like because that's the thing it's like not only uh, are people unemployed because of zero, the COVID zero policy, but also now, like, you're going to start seeing contractors, uh, steel workers, and, um, you know, everyone who's in the construction industry losing their jobs or, you know, not working because of uh, the halted construction.
1: Yeah. Like, to be honest, I think there might be something like a big, or maybe a minus collapse coming because of like this because it takes some time for for these damages to realize in the market right i mm-hmm. think um, and for something this big i don't know and also the thing is you know how china has the one belt one road yes and the belt
0: road initiative i think yeah it's yeah, belt yeah, and road, so yeah
1: basically to you know help developing countries with their infrastructures and then in return they buy their I guess, loyalty in front of the Mm -hmm. UN stage. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, with that, the problem is they're using US dollars. They're using um, they're paying these countries in US dollars because it's more stable. No one Mm -hmm. wants the Chinese Yuan. Mm -hmm. And the problem with that is that you need to buy a lot of US inflation from the U S so you're injecting the U S economy's inflation into your own economy. And then honestly, I don't even know what the fuck I'm saying, but I feel like. It <laughs> <laughs> sounds like you're making sense.
0: <laughs> no, but but it, I just
1: feel like with their own economy, like facing this big of a disaster. And you're making a san-
0: an economical collapse uh, sandwich out of like the inflation from U S out of the. Exactly.
1: The... Like I, yeah. I just think, it might be going to tumble down. And I think I saw something how the Russia and China, China basically create their own currency. Yeah. Create create the new world reserve currency. That is not the dollar,
0: mm-hmm. which
1: I guess is, uh, if it does work out, it might be a, the only way to help their economy. Mm-hmm. But I don't know.
0: Do you ever see yourself going to China again? Or do you think it's kind of like the thing like, fuck that?
1: Yeah, I see, I see myself going to China because I don't, I don't have anything against, like, I'm not really political. Mm. I don't think, like, I don't care about a lot of things, which is bad. I know. Cause everyone nowadays have their own opinion on like, whether that's morally right or wrong. I really yeah, don't give a fuck. They put it
0: on their Facebook slash Twitter profiles. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I just, just don't think it's
1: so, so outside of my reach. Right. Yeah. Like, so I would just I would go. Like, it's a it's a great place, China, in terms of like scenery and some of the people, and you'll have a lot of fun there. Like, if you have the right connections. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, unless you're like, you really care about your opinion that much that is like driven by propaganda, then yeah, maybe you shouldn't go (laughs) because you might get like,
0: (laughs) yeah. so, cause you're not really, I mean, you don't really talk shit about them or anything like uh, on your phone. So I'm sure you wouldn't have any problem. Like, like, like it...
1: yeah. Cause what like, I know I grew up in Hong Kong and like, there's definitely prejudice there against like mainland Chinese people in Hong Kong. And yeah. I was once like that, but after coming to Canada, I learned a lot of thing about basically media there. The truth is always in the middle. Yeah. And like, each side will always have something to say bad about the other side. Do you and... see
0: yourself as a person in media? Like, or do you see yourself as someone mm. who's like kind of outside of it?
1: Uh, I would say I'm not really in that media, but let's say if I get offered a job to do it, if the money is good, I don't care. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, nothing is really going to hold me back morally.
0: Mm. But... Um, so th- th- like, that's what I'm, do you like have like a TikTok account? Like what? Like do you do anything to promote yourself on like the media? Like, I, cause you mentioned earlier you have like a brand kind of like a brand image.
1: Uh, that the brand image is more like the people that know me from mm-hmm. my work, but not really like a social media. I'm not I'm not that huge on like promoting myself. I don't mm. know. Maybe I should be good at that, but I don't like the idea of like, hey, you know. Check me out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know why. Something about that just seems weird. But like yeah. of course I would promote myself on on like my story. Hey, like this is what I've been doing. If you want to book me for work, I yeah. wouldn't maybe one day I will do that. Well it's but... a
0: shameless it's a shameless uh industry. That's all I can yeah, say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's so why shameless. Andrew Tate got so big. And I mean, you know, it's like, like... it's shameless. <laughs>
1: it's absolutely shameless and yeah i can't get myself to do it now maybe in the future like i need to do it but uh yeah hopefully i don't need to do that
0: so do you ever like reach out to people like for uh work or like do you mainly does it just fall on your lap
1: uh a lot of time it falls on my lap because from
0: connections you have
1: connections I have, I go on set and then they would spread good words, they would use me again, stuff like that, you know, and the work speaks for, uh, speaks for itself. If they like it, they'll come back. If they don't, then they'll find someone else and, yeah, like um, I don't really reach out like, hey, do you guys need work done for this? But I would advertise, hey, this is what I do but if you ever do need it, you can feel free to call me up and I'll send you my portfolio mm-hmm. and yeah, it just goes from there, which is not a very smart business idea cuz you should be selling yourself, but I'm just not there yet. <laughs> I guess. You're
0: going to flow, you're going to flow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to do one more ad read. This program is brought to you by Stream Studio. Stream.studio is the um, thing that we're using today to make this podcast um, and I mean, it's a great thing to if you if you're just like a regular person and you got like uh, some ideas in your head. You think that you want to, you know, uh, create a podcast. Then go ahead, use Stream Studio today to start that podcast. I'm sure you're an interesting person. Stream.studio is the way to go. All right. Well, I think we've covered like most topics. I don't think we we have too many things, to, unless you want to like add something. You think that you should uh, let the people hear, or you know, um... any ideas.
1: No, I think we had some pretty good uh, conversations. It was good to actually seeing you, like, not in person, but at least face-to-face to have yeah, this yeah, yeah. chat about different topics. It was fun. It was really fun.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, if you ever want to hang out or something, you know, I'm I'm in Toronto, uh, no back money. and forth from Montreal, you know, we'll, we'll set something up and, uh, yeah, get something yeah, going. Yeah, for sure. If I'm in the city, I'll hit you up. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. So... Uh, Thanks for listening to the podcast, everybody. And uh, thanks for joining me, Martin. Uh, I'm sure, you know,
1: people are going to enjoy this one. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you.
0: Take it easy. Ciao.
1: Have a good one.